Welcome to Zero to Hero and this week's episode, Are You a Mirror? <clears throat> now, what do I mean by Are You a Mirror? First of all, what does a mirror do? It reflects. Yeah, we can all agree that a mirror reflects. But back to that in a minute. Um, to see if you can relate to this throughout your life. You, um, you go out into the world, you're born, obviously grow up through your, your young years, your teenage years, your early adulthood, uh, into adulthood, <clears throat> into your senior years, whatever, wherever you are in life. And you feel as though you've got a good heart. You've got a very good heart. You want to do right by people. Um, you want people to do well in life, whether that's partners, family, friends. You want them to excel in life and you'd like to help them as well. And sometimes you can see opportunities for them that they can't necessarily see. And uh, but after a while, they tend to, how can I put it? How can I put it? Maybe resent you. They kind of, you tend to butt heads. You tend to clash. You start to clash. It's like, why, why are we clashing? I don't understand. Um, all I'm trying to do is help you or all I'm trying to do is just show you an easier route or, you know, help you to understand problems um, or give you solutions to your problems. They don't like it. And uh, then all of a sudden you're kind of two completely different people, two completely different people. And you kind of may feel rejected. You think, hold on a minute, I just want the best for this person. Why don't they want the best for me? Why, you know, this could be your parents, brothers, sisters, I said partners, friends, work colleagues, anyone. Absolutely anyone. <clears throat> and it's, uh, I suppose it's more so, or is it, I was going to say, maybe it's more so people you are close to. But as we've seen over the years, which we'll go into in a second, that may not necessarily be true. And... <laughs> someone asked me um well quite a few people asked me over the years what's your what's your number one skill and i said my number one skill is pissing people off <laughs> i said completely unintentionally completely unintentionally but i seem to have this fantastic habit of pissing people off And uh, and this has been for many, many years, many, many years. And I kept asking myself, why, why do I keep pissing people off? <laughs> and I thought, oh, hold on, why am I doing this? And um, I think what it is, is because I have a mirror or I am a mirror. Someone told me this the other week. I said, Grant, you put a mirror up. You've got a mirror. And what you do is you reflect back what people are projecting onto you. And it goes back onto them. And they really hate it. They hate it. And they're completely unaware of it. And you can be completely unaware of it too. 
And some people, I believe, are natural mirrors without even knowing it, working on it, understanding it. And uh, we'll go into that in a little bit more detail soon. You know, because many, many years ago, I was going through the family courts to fight to see my children under numerous false allegations. Um, whether you've been through that experience or not, if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The false allegations, the lies are just, it's nonstop lies and painting you out to be this person that you're not. And it conflicts with you. It's like, I'm not like that. Why do you think I'm like that? Why? And what it is, you're, you're, you're poking the demons, as it were. And that's in a literal sense as well. That is a literal sense. You are poking demons. And they don't like it. And when you come from a place of integrity, authenticity, honesty, you give off a particular vibration, a particular frequency. Yeah. And those that are not on that frequency, it, it really hurts them. It's like a frequency coming in and, and, and they're feeling kind of pain. Without knowing, they just are near you. They can handle you for a little bit, but after a while, your, your frequency is in, too intense for them. And they don't like it. And it repels them. Absolutely repels them. And they just want to get away from you. And um, in their eyes, you're this horrible thing that's causing them subconscious, unconscious pain. But what it's doing is it's reflecting their issues, their projections, their crap, their unhealed wounds back onto themselves. And it's really interesting to watch. And uh, it can take many, many years before you even understand this. And uh, it's really eye-opening, really eye-opening. And uh, what you find is that you'll also draw in the narcissists. I know this word is being bandied about all over the place nowadays. Everyone's a narcissist. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. But what you're doing is if you're, you're projecting, if a narcissist is project, projecting their crap onto you and then you're being a mirror and it's going back onto them, oh, you, you feel, you can feel them, see them writhing in like, ah, this person here, and they really don't like it. But they want your supply because they know you've got this, this wonderful frequency, which they don't like, so they try to destroy it. They want to feed off of it. And this is why it can get very heated if you're in a relationship with someone who's a narcissist or your friends and family are narcissists. As I said, that word gets bandied around quite a bit. Um, most people have narcissistic tendencies. But a true narcissist will try and destroy you. They'll try and destroy your life. They'll, they'll suck the life out of you, suck the energy out of you. They'll never support you. They'll pretend they're supporting you. So oh, I support them. No, you're not. You're, you're doing all this. They'll sabotage you. They'll sabotage uh, if you're trying to set up a business, sabotage your health, your wealth, your your fun, your your love. They'll sabotage everything. But to the outside world, they're a lovely person. All right. So just be mindful of that. And um, yeah, so if you look through your life and it seems as though people you're around are getting upset with you or getting annoyed by your presence. It's the frequency you're putting out. 
Now we have to look at this uh, playing playing devil's advocate. Are we portraying narcissistic tendencies as well? Are we doing that? So we have to be an observer, a watcher, stand back, observe the situations and see our part in it as well. And remove the ego rather than going, no, I don't have any narcissistic tendencies. I'm not a narcissist. No, it's all them, them, them. Uh, just look at behavioral patterns. Yeah, it's the, it's the best way to grow. It really is. Even if you don't like what you find out about yourself, it's the best way to grow. It really is. Be a completely uh, impartial observer of yourself. Yeah, that's a massive lesson. If you can do that, you know, you go up quite a few levels. So also in spiritual circles, psychic development circles many years ago, we're told about uh, protection. We have to have protection from uh, bad spirits. You know, bad spirits are all out to get us. I mean, that's another whole, I could do a thousand podcasts on that. And from real experience too. And one of the protections they show you is the cloak of mirrors. And it's kind of a, an invisibility cloak. But you imagine a cloak of mirrors, you know, very small mirrors all over you. And uh, so no one can see you because it's just a reflection of the world around. And I was told many years ago that the spirits do not like looking at themselves right and this is where it gets so interesting the spirits don't like looking at themselves because they can then see the ugliness inside of them the hate the pain the anger so that repels them yeah by them looking into mirrors and at that time i was putting mirror film on my windows in my house <laughs> but right so that protects the house so they try and look in and they go oh i don't like that and they sod off so whether that's true or not is a, is another story um but you'd use that cloak of mirrors and that's what we can have every day a cloak of mirrors and maybe that's what we have a cloak of mirrors well, some people. And that might be why you piss people off. You upset people. And what I've found is that you have spiritualists, uh, mediums, healers, truthers, uh, coaches, believe it or not, coaches, self-development coaches, shadow work coaches, spiritual coaches, um, and they get triggered the most. That's what I found over the years. They get triggered the most. When you say, well, hold on a minute. It, you can see it. It triggers them massively. They have this massive, their body goes, they get all tense. No, someone's questioning me. Someone's questioning me. No, no, no. <clears throat> and a lot of people go into these professions. Yeah, let's call it professions, as it were. Uh, the, these fields to cover up unhealed wounds from childhood. That's what they do. Rather than working on them, they may do a little bit of work, a teeny bit of work. But I'm telling you, to do the real work, it, it's, it's hard going. It really is hard going. But once you start coming out of the other side and you can come from a place of impartialness on yourself um, and say, oh, actually, I was a dick today. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, I was a bit... 
I was a bit crap to them. Oh dear, okay. Why was I crap to them? What triggered me? And you start looking at yourself. Yeah. Not just do it once or, oh, I did a little bit of that. Yeah, I've done some of that. It has to be a, a, a daily thing. It has to be a daily thing. Yeah. To keep a, a check on yourself, self checking. Yeah. And, um, and what you find is a lot of these people tend to mask their true selves. They mask it. But their masking doesn't work with your cloak of mirrors. With your mirror, it doesn't work. So no matter how much of a mask they put on, how much of a guru they come across as, uh, how much of a, uh, a knowledgeable coach they come across as, and I, I see it all the time, and it's... Again, this, here, this is a prime example. You say to someone, they're, they're doing, uh, you know... Oh, we're doing uh, inner academy, uh, inner academy, inner alchemy and uh, relationship um, teaching. It's like, hold on a minute. You've done zero, absolute zero on conflict resolution in relationships. You've done zero on this, zero on that, and have had numerous failed relationships, haven't we all? <laughs> and... Um, you, you haven't worked on it. You, you, you lack communication. You cannot communicate in a relationship. You can't do this. You can't do that. And yet you're going out there teaching this. And people are flocking to you to get that tuition. It's not in alignment. It's completely out of alignment. And the soul knows this. And it will have um, a, a, a kind of a wave effect. It will, it will The unhealed wounds will be going on to students subconsciously and the tutor the coach may have no idea of this this is why it's so careful uh so yeah so careful so careful so let's say dangerous so um conflicting who to train under who has the real life genuine experience not just one experience but a whole plethora of different experiences many many different experiences and worked on them understood them and come through them and go okay yeah it's not as though you can be perfect all the time because of course you're going to have other situations come up you're going to make mistakes you're going to stuff up that's how we learn and it's only by learning from the mistakes that we can grow if you keep masking those mistakes up covering those mistakes up so yeah yeah, yeah i've done this i've done a week's course here so now i know exactly what i'm talking about really yeah and this is it when i was doing my psychology degree years ago years and years ago talking about 20 years ago i think and uh we was doing why why do um why do children some children turn to crime and i thought oh i've got first-hand experience of that that was my whole childhood <laughs> i got marked down and everyone else got marked up because they were studying from the books and i said well hold on a minute they're the books. They're written by someone who hasn't lived that life. I have. I have. So did all the other kids of my estate. That was our life, day in, day out. And I can tell you exactly why. No, no. Carl Jung's experiences is override yours. Why? Why does it? And this is when you start understanding that real-life genuine experience, although you may have one experience, two experiences, Three experiences 
doesn't make you knowledgeable because there's numerous experiences. So you've got to have the good with the bad, the indifferent, numerous times. So therefore you can average it out, I suppose. You say, oh, what I found was this and what I found was that. You know, a lot of experiences depends on what mood you're in, your financial situation may be, your health situation. You can have exactly the same kind of experience, but come from it uh, from a different mindset and you'll have another experience. And that's why it's so great. Yeah, because a lot of people are having hard times and they go, oh, my God, this is hard. It's like, right, what's it teaching you? What are you not doing? Or what are you doing that's keeping you in that situation of pain? What are you doing and what are you not doing? Look at the, you know, balance it up. A lot of people won't do that. They just, they like to blame. Yeah. They like to project. And then if you're a mirror and you come along, bang, that projects back to them. Guess what? They don't like you anymore. <laughs> I laugh. I can only laugh because I've been through it so many times. It's like, ah, oh, right. Now I understand. Now it's taken long enough. Take, it's taken long enough if we were born with with this knowledge i think the world would be a different place but earth is a school isn't it earth is a school and that's what we're here to do to learn and i say to people you know if you're having crappy experiences you're you know you may be getting triggered you know you may be the mirror someone else may be a mirror to you so you may be, be uh, projecting your crap onto them and it's coming back to you. So you dislike someone, maybe. But what if, what if we were trainee spirit guides? Yeah, ever thought of that? If we were trainee spirit guides. So if you had a spirit guide that come through to you or, and oh, it's my spirit guide, he's advising me or she's advising me or they're advising me, maybe another creature from outer space. Apologies to creatures from outer space if that's the wrong word, terminology to use. And they lived a life of, you know, luxury. Had no challenges in their life. Everything, you know, came easy to them. They never had to worry about money, food on the table. Had a beautiful home, beautiful cars, beautiful holidays. La, 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 la. And they breezed through life. Would that be the guide that you would want? Would that be the spirit guide you would want? Or would you like one that has had numerous, a whole lifetime of different experiences, good, bad, indifferent, and it's extremely balanced? Yeah. So either on the on the other side, on the flip side, a spirit guide who's had nothing but bad experiences all the way through, you know, who hasn't had any good, are they an ideal spirit guide? Some of you may say, well, they're in spirit, so it doesn't matter now because they, they've been absolved of all of that and, and they know everything. Maybe, maybe. But me personally, I'd like a guide who's very experienced. Yeah, it's like if you're on a, a boat in the ocean or ship in the ocean and there's some rough seas come along and, uh, you know, it, the, the boat's going all over the place, tables and chairs are going everywhere. Would you want a gardener to be in charge of the boat? Or would you like an experienced captain, an experienced sailor who's been through hundreds and hundreds of storms? 
and knows the waves inside out, knows the wind direction, knows where to turn the boat, knows the speed of the boat, knows, you know, who would you rather have? Yeah. I hope that makes some kind of sense. It's just it was in my in my head and and to try and get what's in my head out into words uh, can be difficult sometimes. But um, what about being a permeable mirror? Um, where some again, I've got to try and put this into words. A permeable mirror where some people can see through the mirror yeah they can see through the mirror only a little bit only as much as you allow maybe um so they can get to know the real you it's understanding it's like do i have a mirror up so ask yourself do i have a mirror up this is going to take some deep work have a look back through your life from you know schooling after you've left school till now relationships jobs everything and just have a look at where you've fallen out with people or you know fell out in relationships etc etc and just see if it was your fault that's a big thing admitting it was your fault um or if it was their fault and why have a look at your behavioral patterns around then have a look, look at their behavioral patterns around then and um yes yeah, so if it's a permeable mirror you can choose, you know, if you if you can choose. So, yeah, I want that person to get to know me. But if you don't know you put a mirror up, how can people get to know you properly? Yeah. And the thing is, it's like sometimes you can meet people and you feel as though you've known them all your life and vice versa. They feel as though they've known you all your life. So maybe, <laughs> I say maybe, I know it is, automatically your mirror can change depending on the people you're around ever thought about that so your your higher self your soul will go ah this person's a safe person so i can be relaxed around them and they just feel as though they know you and i've been with people like that um been around people like that and uh and not knowing them that long maybe four weeks or something like that and when I say something, it's like, oh, going through a tough time with this, that, and the other. And they say, where, you know, if you're being accused of something or someone's treating you a certain way. And then this new person says, yeah, but you're not like that. You're like this. And it's like, whoa, whoa, hold on a minute. How the hell do you know exactly what I'm like or, you know, what's inside of me? Yet I've been trying for years to convince these people maybe the family courts, maybe previous relationships, that I'm like that, and they're disagreeing, and they're saying this and the other, and you've picked up on it straight away. How's that? How is that? And you feel a sense of relief. You go, oh, wow, they get me. My God, they get me. So is your mirror, uh, does it become permeable around them? And... um. Can you adjust the level of your mirror to make it permeable, non-permeable? Can you do that consciously? You may be able to do it unconsciously, but can you do it consciously? That's a big thing. That's a big thing. And uh, 
oh, I could go really deep into this. Yeah, you know, really deep into this. So once you're in control of that, yeah, okay, right, let's do this. And you you can say, do you know what? Um, higher self, switch it on automatic. So you can switch it on automatic or manual. Imagine that, all right? Not imagine it. I know you can do it. Well, I know how. Would you like to know how? Takes a bit of training. Would you like to know how to do it? Good. Glad you said yes. <laughs> see, I know you. I can see through your mirrors. <laughs> well, soon... Soon, now this is so exciting. I wasn't going to do it on this podcast. I was going to do it on the next one and the next one after. But stuff it. You can get on on the uh, the action early. Soon, very soon, I'll be running a free four day empowered psychic development masterclass. A free. Let me say that again. A free four day empowered psychic development masterclass. All right, and we'll go through this this kind of uh, strategy, this psychic strategy, because it is a psychic strategy. That's what it is. It's uh, make no bones about it. We'll be delving into the spiritual realms, understanding more about who you are and how you can uh, become automatic or manual. It's mind-blowing stuff. It really is mind-blowing stuff. It's life-changing stuff. And I can't believe... Yeah, it's free. I can't believe it's free, but there's a lot on there. That's just one aspect of this empowered masterclass, empowered psychic development masterclass. So I'll explain more on another podcast. Um, I'm just so excited about it. I want to tell people and you guys listening on this podcast are going to be the very first people in the world to know about this. All right. So you get a chance to work along with me live. Yeah, for four days. How cool is that? So you need to register to join the masterclass. You need to register. Um, so click on the link in the show notes and that will get you registered. Just fill in your details there. We'll get you registered. And uh, yeah, make sure you do that so you don't miss out because you really want to get on this. You really want to get on this. If you want to fast track some psychic development and become empowered, this is where you need to be. All right. So. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed that and understood a little bit more about are you a mirror? Yeah. Um, lots of questions. I know that it will give you more questions than answers. All right. But you'll be given more answers on the masterclass. Okay. You take care, guys. I'll see you real soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>